I'm Katrina. And this is Sydney. And this is Murder Obsessed. Sydney, take it away. So, in the spirit of Halloween, instead of doing one, you know, serial killer, whatever case, I have just looked up a bunch of actual rando Halloween night murders. I was just telling Katrina before we got on here, I thought it was super interesting. We talked about the cool toolbox killers last podcast, and I ha- I, I completely missed it that Lynette Ledford, she was actually killed and kidnapped on Halloween of 79. So she is one of our, I mean, I'm not going to go into detail because we literally just talked about her, but she's one of our Halloween night murders. So anyway, um, our first murder is, I mean, to me, it's not comical, it's a murder, but it's comical. You know, like, we almost expect a kid to get mad and throw a temper tantrum if they've lost their Halloween candy. My kids throw temper tantrums because um, the other one took their fun dip and they had the same exact fun dip. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? They're kids. Mine last night was that it was 930 at night. And he wanted his candy bucket. And I was like, no, nah, it's 930 at night. And um, I'm proud of myself. But uh, he won the argument. Cause <laughs> yeah. I, was I was like, fine. I mean, it's it's literally like we expect it. Um, however, the first man on our list was 55 years old when he murdered his partner. On Halloween night, 2011, police responded to a domestic disturbance in Chicago's Southside, which, from what I read on the story, is not a great area anyway. Yeah, if you watch Shameless, you know about Southside of Chicago. <laughs> so, our perp here is, his name was Liddell Peoples, and he lost his cool when he wasn't able to track down his bag of, and I quote, Hershey's, Jolly Ranchers, and Tootsie Rolls. Now listen, I might fight over a blue Jolly Rancher or maybe even a cherry Jolly Rancher. Your girl is not gonna be fighting over Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, Ew. that's exactly what I thought. I was like, you know what? Like, I, there's some candy that I might fight over, but Tootsie Rolls, it ain't one of them. No, like Jolly no. Ranchers isn't that high on my list either. Like, I love Hershey's. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think I'm gonna throw hands over that list. Well, Liddell was ticked, and he immediately accused his partner, 49-year-old Maria Adams, of stealing them from him. That sounds like my husband. Be like, where'd you put my candy? I'm like, I'll never tell you. You took, yeah. So Maria got mad at the accusation, obviously, and she was like yelling, so she threw a plate at Liddell. We have witnessed plate throwing before in the past, if you don't remember. It's one of my funny childhood memories that should probably be trauma but anyway so yeah. I just imagine this Maria awesome. just and what Liddell and ain't nobody I died yo candy. yeah nobody died when we had the plate throwing in our memory right so this made Liddell super mad he picked up a knife and repeatedly repeatedly stabbed her and she actually died in the hospital I feel like that was an extreme overreaction. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get really mad when Ty eats my Olive Garden leftovers because they're my leftovers. You already ate your leftovers or you ate all yours at the restaurant. But, I mean, I never have stabbed him. 
ever. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, and Olive Garden's a lot more ready to fight over than chocolate. Than chocolate, yeah. Liddell, however, is um, serving a 30-year prison sentence for this. I just can't imagine. Like, talking in prison, like, why are you in here? Oh, my partner stole my candy, so I killed her. That a woman stole my candy. Yeah. I what? What? No. Mama. Yeah, just... So, to continue, um, so when I was reading this story, you know, I was thinking lots of kids, they prank on Halloween. They, um, you know, egging cars and houses is like a classic prank, especially on Halloween. However, in 1998, um, if any of my students are listening, it is still not okay to do that to my house, okay? Just because it's a normal prank, you don't be hitting up Miss Roll with no eggs. I live in DFE, so I'm not really afraid of anybody driving all the way down to my house to throw eggs. I've never been concerned. And plus, my dogs are outside a lot if I'm home. So, I know Raven's probably inside. If she was outside, I don't think anybody would uh, egg your house. And I know nobody would egg my house with class outside. So, (laughs) anyway, 21-year-old Carl Jackson was in no mood for pranks. He had spent the day at work and then spent the whole evening trick-or-treating with his girlfriend and her son. So, I mean, like, I feel you, dude. Like, I used to hate, like, there was one year in particular, I got off work, I worked 10 hours, I came straight home, got the kids dressed, I was pregnant with Stevie, and we went straight trick-or-treating. And I mean, just the out here, I know, like, maybe where you live, you can walk, but here we drive, you know what I mean, from house to house. And it's just getting the kids out and in and out and in. It's yeah. exhausting. Um, it's not. It, like, I can't either. But we do live in the city. So it is different. It is there, like. Um, I don't think trunk or treat was probably a thing then. But it's like a really big thing now. Um, especially in the city. Lots of companies and lots of schools and lots of things do trunk or treat. Like I said. Like we just did a trunk or treat last night. They um, do trunk play we just don't use but we're a dog run trick-or-treaters for life yeah but um there's also we like there's a a section that we go to around our city park um and it's all walking like you're walking there's no cars I don't know where this guy like if he was driving or walking but regardless I wouldn't want to walk with my children either because they would get distracted by every leaf and bug and car and well and it's crazy too because there's like a hundred other people you know, right. so it's like you're constantly dodging, moving, trying to get out of people's way, trying to make up the line. Like it is as a parent, it is stressful. Now, is it fun and you enjoy it because you love your kids? Yes. But yeah, yeah. And it I is mean, stressful. it's one of my favorite holidays. So it's it's exciting, but I'm always glad when it's over. Um, with all the holidays at the end of the year, like right. when January comes, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I made it through that. I made it, and my power is still on. I didn't overspend so much that I couldn't pay. Do we have to start Christmas shopping in September? Because we got 92 people to buy for. We start early, and we don't even do, well, you know, we don't do you guys. We don't do Nicole, Johnny, and their kids. Like, that's strictly birthdays. We just do our kids, our parents, and my grandma, you know. But, like, I don't buy for my sisters, none of them. And two of them have children. Like, I don't. No, I can't. So, anyway, back to Carl. Carl was in no mood for these pranks. 
Um, so when a 17 year old started egging his car, he decided to confront him. He was like, you know, don't. Sadly, this didn't end well. Um, the teen, whose name was Curtis Sterling, shot Carl in the head, killing him instantly. Curtis was arrested and imprisoned for the murder. This is the only part of the story that I really appreciate. Every Halloween, Carl Jackson's mother sends Curtis a card, letting him know that she's glad he's rotting in prison for killing her son. Mama Bear did not play those games, and I'm here for it. Like, I just feel like, you know, that meme of, like, well, that escalated quickly. Right? But, like, and there was no... That happened happened so fast. It happened so fast that I was like, what? What? Stop it. And the kid just shoots him in the head. I mean, like, I don't... From what I read, this man, Carl, he wasn't aggressive. He was just, like, he'd had enough. He wasn't going to put up with it. Some little 17-year-old, you know, jerk was egging his car. He was like, stop. And I don't know. Like, yeah. That's a short one because it was just done immediately. Yeah, and that's crazy. And it's like, that's why, like, with my children and my students, I make sure that they understand your actions have consequences yeah everything that you do it may be a positive consequence it may be a negative but everything you do when kids come to me whining about them getting in trouble I'm like oh do the consequences of your actions catch up with you and they're like yeah whatever I'm like exactly don't do stupid stuff and you won't get in trouble like and that's what breeds these creatures that think that they can act however they want and that there should not be consequences. Well, guess what, buddy? Unless you're, you know, Bill Gates or Donald Trump, they're going to catch you. <laughs> they might catch you if you're Donald Trump, too. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, you just got to pay a little bit more extra money to get out of it. But right, right. you're not the 1%. You have consequences. Okay. Right. Oh, I don't know. So I have two more. And the next one is short, but it was so gruesome to me this one happened on halloween night in 1973 in wisconsin nine-year-old lisa french who was dressed up as the littlest hobo which i'm guessing was a thing that i just it's probably some kind of pop cultural reference i have no idea you know um she went trick-or-treating so however she only got as far as next door um, her next-door neighbor, Gerald Turner, took Lisa into his home and shut the door behind her. Turner then raped and killed her and stuffed her body into a plastic bag, dumping it ne- in a nearby field. Um, Turner was arrested for this. And as of 2018, Turner has been eligible per- for parole, but has always been denied. The state's argument for this is that Turner, Turner is a sexually violent person person they don't believe he can be rehabilitated and he should not be released back into society i i feel like i've read about that one um i i think i have because it was like a lot of times like when i read it it was like this is not like a serial murder but like this murder was so 
absolutely heinous that it's added in with like serial killers and such. Um, also, I when looked, I, I looked at my little hobo, and apparently, it's about a homeless dog. So uh, I don't. She might have looked like a dog. Found pictures of her. I did not post them on our the ad for this week's. Um, I did post a picture of him. I mainly posted pictures of you know our killers um I did actually post a picture of Carl Jackson because I couldn't find any of Curtis Sterling so but I did see pictures of her and there was a lot more to that story but I wasn't going in depth on just him so I just it was a short and condensed version and it was horrible enough I mean probably these people it's crazy because it's like he was their neighbor you know and it was like you didn't think that I mean here I go trying to put my mind into the mind of a psychopath but it's like you didn't think you were going to get caught like you're a next door neighbor and this like you know that this family knows what this kid's doing so like like how did you think you were going to get away with that her poor parents, all I could think of was like, you know, there are places, I don't let my kids walk, but like, I would let my kids walk to my grandma's, to David and Robin's, just out the road. I would trust people enough. So if you felt comfortable enough to let your nine-year-old walk to your neighbor's house, how guilty would you feel? Even though it wasn't their fault. Exactly. Like it was not their parents' fault, but I 1000% understand because yeah. our next door neighbor, um, we're friends with them. Their oldest son was one of my first sixth graders. Um, their daughter comes over and plays with LJ all the time. And I will not let him go over and knock on their door if I'm not standing outside and watching. Because I could throw a rock and I cannot aim, but I could throw a rock and hit their house. That's how close they are. And I still would not trust that someone would not stop and pick him up. Now, granted, we live in a different time. Yeah, the seventies I can definitely see it happening and, and I'm placing no blame on the parents. I pity them because they would have to live with that. Like, oh well, we just saw our daughter was going next door trick or treating and now she's gone forever. Yeah. Honestly, it was a thing in the nineties. Like how like yeah. the things that our parents trusted us with as children, there is not a chance that I would be well, trusting my child. Tyler grew up down there, you know, where the old food land Yeah. Kids. To run, all those kids walked up and down the streets, dark. I mean, like, streetlights come when it's time to come home. But still, like, it's just mind-blowing to me. He always says, um, it's sad, too, because that was in the 90s. That song by The Offspring, um, The Kids Aren't All Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were young, the future was so bright. Um, kids do he- dumb stuff, okay? Kids do dumb stuff. I guarantee everyone with two grown kids was out doing something that they shouldn't have been doing. Probably. I so. know how kids work. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, Not it's all the time. Some of the time. It it is a different. We live in a different time. But then when I read this stuff, I'm like, evil people have always. Yeah. Just I it, mean, it is, and I I don't I don't know what's different because, like you like there was like especially in the seventies like. There were serial killers left and freaking right. And I don't know. I mean, how... have... Go ahead. Three of these, the toolbox killers, the next one I'm going to talk to you about, and 
um, and Lisa, the Lisa French murder all happened in the 70s. The 70s was there was a, especially like in California. I think when the toolbox killers were happening, there was like Richard Ramirez was going on, um, the Hillside Strangler. Like, dude, California was like riddled with serial killers. We just have so much access to everything now with our phones and our TVs and our iPads and everything's out there. So we just hear about it. Mm-hmm. It's easily access to hear about it. I mean, obviously we have a podcast that talks about serial killers. So. Well, and also there's a lot more ability for serial killers and child abductors and things like that to yeah. get places. And, you know, like, like I said, he, they literally, he could be walking like 10 feet down the sidewalk and someone could pull up in a car, grab him and be gone. And I would never know, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know it, but we do people and a lot everyone. of time. I still see my students walk in the streets, um, after school in like different places. And I'm like, why are you here? Why are you walking right here? Because yeah. you're stressing me out. Well, you know, we just had the Apple Festival, that little festival in Clay, and they just had it again this year, and it wasn't packed, but I was the not cool mom, because I was at the stage, and Quinn was like, oh, I want to go, and I can just walk down to the rides. No. Well, I'll be with, I'll go with Lainey, or I'll go with, you know, the Bria, or some kid that she knows, and I'm like, no. And, well, they're allowed to go. Well, their mom ain't yours. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not judging their mom. Like their moms are fine. Yeah, their moms that's are your choice. Fine. That is your choice as a parent, and I like that is one thousand percent cool with you. I don't care, but my choice as a parent is no. Yeah, absolutely not. I'm also the not yeah. cool mom. I'm like no. I'm a cool mom. Their dad's a cop, so he's not gonna be cool, especially with his girls. Yeah. So you know. Um. Anyway, so back our last story of the evening um this one was crazy uh as kids and as parents you know but as kids we heard it I don't know if parents still talk about it today a lot but do you ever remember hearing you know about poison candy on Halloween or candy with razor blades or whatever you know okay so like we, in the 90s, we joke remember. about that now you know like I had one that but, it was like a chocolate bar and it was like be careful parents people are putting their student loans in the candy <laughs> So it's like it's a joking thing now and I really never thought anything of it I mean I've seen a bunch of stuff here lately about fitting rainbow fentanyl and how it looks like candy and things like that but the I always only thing that I that I feel about with a lot of people think that okay I don't know why but a lot of people think that people are putting drugs in the candy and it's like drugs are expensive Ain't nobody going to be giving those away for free on Halloween. Okay? Like, I just can't see that. We've always, like, even as when you were a kid, we trick-or-treated in the same places. It's so local. We know everyone. I've never felt the need to go through my children's candy. But I kind of thought that poison candy was more of, like, a lap's tale. It was to us, you know? Yeah. Luckily, not a real thing except for Halloween night in Texas in 1974. So this one has lived since the 70s. 
Yes. Because it is still a thing. Like I can get on my Facebook right now and find a meme about something in the candy. Absolutely. So Halloween night in Texas, 1974, Ronald Clark O'Brien laced five pixie sticks with potassium cyanide to kill local kids. To kill five local kids was his plan. Among the five was his own 11-year-old son. Oh, that hurts. What? Yeah. How would you even be able to check, like, how do parents check the candy? Do you take a bite out of everything? And if you, you don't die, right? right. like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, how do you literally check candy? Yeah. I, so Ronald's plan, go ahead. No, that's just crazy. That's, you can go ahead. Make any sense. Uh, so Ronald's plan was to blame the poisonings on a neighbor. That's why he needed to poison five and then collect the life insurance policy O'Brien had taken out on his own son. So poor little 11 year old Timothy O'Brien ate his poisoned pixie stick on his dad's suggestion and it had enough poison in it to kill not one, but two grown people. Oh. Within an hour of ingestion, he was hospitalized and declared dead. So, horrific. But, luckily for the other four children, local detectives figured out what had happened by the smell of Timothy's breath. So, apparently, I, I didn't know this. I'm not a detective. I'm a nurse. But I didn't really know that cyanide, you know, would leave a smell on someone's breath. But they... Thank God they confiscated the rest of the sticks before anyone could eat them. Um, On March 31st of 84, O'Brien was dubbed the man who killed Halloween and he was put to death. As the medications entered his body, a mob of locals yelled, trick or treat, while throwing candy at a group of anti-death penalty protesters. That is sickening in the sense of, like, really, he, like, kind of probably did kill Halloween for that entire town. Because can you imagine parents the next year, like, no. Like, what am I going to do? Take a bite out of every one of your candies, and if I don't die, then you can have it? Like, how absolutely terrifying. And I cannot understand a creature that could kill their own child. I can barely yell at mine without feeling yeah. like to purposefully yeah, um, get out. Oh God, I wasn't muted. My little, <laughs> you're funny. My, my little brat of an eight-year-old who is spoiled rotten told me a couple weeks ago that I wasn't as fun. I wasn't a fun mom. Aunt Cole is a fun mom because they carved pumpkins and that almost killed me. Then I got mad and told her she was ungrateful. You know, dude, I'm told because we did we and did all these things. Yeah, yeah. I've been told, but I'm like, so I, at least ten times a day. I can't imagine actually causing my child physical pain, let alone killing them. No. And but I mean, I thought it was very, it was poetic. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, that was, I mean, if there was going to be a good ending, that was pretty good. And everyone's allowed their own opinions. Um, hold on, my kid is trying to ride my dog. <laughs> her kid's trying to ride her dog. Yeah, sorry, I have three large dogs, and so my toddler feels like they're miniature horses, and they're not. Anyway, Oops. everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and you are allowed to believe as you like. But I would have definitely been with the crew throwing candy and yelling trick or treat. I hope you burn in hell. I am not usually a pro corporal punishment death person person um, or death death penalty person. I'm I'm not usually on that side. Now nothing, thank God, knock on wood, you know, has ever happened in my family where I would be put in a position to decide that. But even if something like that happened in my town or my state, I think that I would be very pro corporal punishment. And West Virginia doesn't do the death penalty, do, do no. they? No, which is weird. I, we, I don't know. The the population we have, Oh yeah, they're more of the kind of like, I'm going to shoot you later and just throw you in a holler mm-hmm. than like I'm calling the cops. Like most right. people in Clay County probably wouldn't call the cops. Like, the cops would be like, hey, I heard something was going on, and you didn't call the cops, and now that person's missing. Do you know anything? And in Clay County, someone probably wouldn't be punished for that anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, but yeah. Um, I'm, okay, I know you want milk. He wants milk. Yeah, this kid, I'm just going to go have to buy him a cow so that we can oh. put him on tap, because <laughs> that kid gets to drop a milk away. <laughs> But yeah, that's horrible. That's awful. And I can't, like, I really didn't think that that was real. I didn't think that there was we, ever a time that someone put something in the candy because no. I mean, nowadays I mean, everyone's like, they're putting edibles, they're giving kids edibles, and they're doing this. And it's like, nobody is going to give up their edibles. Okay. Nice. Nobody that I know is going to be like, here, have some free edibles. Because that's just not nothing. And, yeah. but, and, but the thing was, he was meaning to hurt people. Oh, yeah. He meant yeah. to kill them. He was meaning um, to hurt people. I meant to ask my mom, and you should ask your mom if they remember that since yeah. they were, you know, in that time 20 yeah. years later when they were kids, you know, trick or treating, and they're like, oh, we got to check the candy. Yeah. Well, I remember one time when we were kids, mom was saying the check in the candy. And I remember thinking, yeah. What do you mean you're going to check the candy? Like, what does that mean? Because when I tell my kids now in 2022, I need to check your candy. I'm checking because I'm going to pull all the good stuff out and I'm going to hide it for myself. Yeah. I'm going to help myself to what I want and then you can tell the rest. Yeah. Mom text. Yeah. Straight up. Well, and also I'm a good mother and they don't need all that sugar. Right. I do. Holler said something the other day and I said, I'm such a bad mom because the kids were like, they wanted something. And to be honest with you, my kids are spoiled. Most of the time, if they hey. want something, they get it. But I was like, no, no, I'm not going to give you that. I was like, I'm giving you at least 18 years and I gave you my body. No, yeah. you cannot. So that's how I feel about the candy. I gave you my body. You can give me your candy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should have seen what it looked like before I had you. I was great. I know. I was a freaking 10. You guys came and just destroyed my it. kid. 
you know, just destroys me even more. She comes in, I have my pajamas on, and for some reason, my shirt was rolled up, and she was rubbing my belly. It's just, it's the four-year-old, it's Stevie, my four-year-old, and she goes, oh, mom, I love the scratches on your belly. I hope when I'm big, I have scratches on my belly. She's talking about freaking stretch marks, people. Stretch marks. Thanks. Oh, Linus, you're so soft. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to choke you. Get out. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of this. Yep. Kids are savage, man. I'm telling you, I teach middle school and my children as well. They are savage. They will tear you down. Yes. All right. I've. We have two minutes remaining before we have to restart a whole nother recording. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our, our little Halloween special. I did, except they were all awful, but you know, yeah. that's why we do what we do. We 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 can't compare because toolbox killers like almost gave me nightmares. I mean, seriously, it I don't know if I've ever heard a case that was worse than that. I have I have heard some bad cases you know like we've researched some really nasty awful stuff that like I I am honestly just thankful that they finally put one where people could find it so that they could caught because I feel like if they hadn't put her where she could be found they would have had a very high number of of body count like it had been so much worse I agree. But this is what we're assessed. <laughs> I'm Katrina. I'm Sydney. Stay listening. Stay a murder obsessed. But let's not be killing Halloween and be obsessed with her. Because that's not cool. Bye. Later.